0: And welcome again to another episode of the Just Shiatsu podcast. Um, Today, I wanted to talk a little bit about what my ideas are going forward, at least for a while in the podcast. I've been talking to a couple people about some of the projects I've been working on for myself. And it seems like some people think that I should share some of the things I have been working on and doing for myself. And so I thought that I might just do this through the podcast basically one of my big projects i've been working on for probably the last four or five years is i went through and i rewrote all of the suen so those who aren't familiar with the suen it's the basic questions of the medicine it's like one of the foundational books of the medicine so everything that we use to help guide us uh, foundationally through the medicine is usually expressed in this book. Um, when you do research on ideas and topics, usually the ideas that the person's expressing have somehow formed in this original book. And so I went through and rewrote this book to get a deeper understanding. Part of this was because as I went through my schooling process, I was taught the, you know, the standard sort of protocol of like what TCM looks like. And then I happened to take a course that was a little more advanced in some of the ideas of Chinese medicine. And it blew my mind that there was all this stuff in the medicine that I didn't know or didn't understand. And this really piqued my interest. So much so that I tried to, you know, find out where this information came from. And the teacher was really kind of talking from the shang, Han Lun, because they were expressing this idea of the six confirmations. But it really piqued my interest as to what you're telling me this exists and I was never taught this in my original foundational teaching. So then I had to find a way to explore it. I didn't necessarily have a teacher that I found who was knowledgeable in the way I was looking. So I had to become self-taught. When I say self-taught, I mean that I was taught by the writings of these ancient masters who wanted to or, or were gracious enough to write down some thoughts and ideas that they wanted to share with the world about what this medicine is, what it could do, what it means. But I never had any sort of face-to-face teaching with people. A lot of the the understanding I get from the medicine is through my research of people who were willing to write some of their ideas and thoughts down. And then of course I filter that through my own existence and make ideas and and thoughts based around those ideas and thoughts so you know this has caused me to really think about the medicine maybe in different ways than I'm supposed to or maybe in different ways than they have been previously structured to be thought about so this often leads me to two possibilities with what I'm doing with this so Without a direct teacher to influence my thought process, I may have gone down a rabbit hole that isn't important in the medicine and thus has no meaning. And, you know, I'm just going to share what I have here and you can make that decision for yourself. The other aspect of this is I'm looking at it with fresh eyes without guidance, which allows me to to see things maybe in a different way that someone who is under the guidance of a teacher who doesn't allow them to think outside of that structure to develop something different or new. Um, not that I'm trying to create anything new. My intention is not to you know create a new medicine or anything like that. My intention was to go back to the basics. I wanted to know the foundations of the medicine so I could use those principles or ideas or rules, however you want to say it, to guide my work because I was somewhat unhappy with some of the results I was getting and being introduced to some other ideas and thoughts, realized there might be more potential in exploring some other thoughts and ideas in the medicine that might bring about better results. And to this day, I still am working in this. I don't know that I'll ever be 100% satisfied with my results in my work because ultimately what I want is to be that it's probably not a healthy thing to think about, but I want to be that miracle worker, right? I want to work with somebody, understand what's going on in their body, work with them in the session and have that resolve for them. I want to believe that potential's there. I don't know if it ever will be. It's not expressed that way in the classic. So I don't want you to think that like by me sharing this information, I'm going to share how to heal someone in an hour. But it helps drive me forward. It helps keep me going to really explore the potential of the expedience of healing that should be possible in the body. And we see this in the world around us, right? There's stories of people who heal unexpectedly and very quickly from things. So I know the potential's out there. I just don't know how to unlock it. But again, that's not the, the main focus of what I'm trying to share with you here. Um, but I just want you to know where I'm coming from and maybe why I look at things in a particular way. The other aspect I want to bring to attention before you listen to me go over my uh, my rewritten suen, basically, is that this is a document that has been handwritten for at least probably 1500 years. So any copies that were made of it, somebody had to take the time to diligently rewrite that as a direct copy. So there's a lot of potential for error to happen in this process um, if somebody Copies the character wrong and it could be mistaken for a different word it could change the whole meaning of something there's a high probability that that probably happened over time also it wasn't uncommon for if somebody was going to take the time to rewrite the book to add their own commentary into the text so they think this is very prominent in the text it's been highly edited over the years and i take the standpoint that if the edits lasted and were recopied again and again They probably had some significance so they may have been not in the original writing but again as every art grows they discover new things these new discoveries were added to the text and these were beneficial to the medicine as a whole as opposed to injuring its foundational principles but we'll never really know that answer the other thing is not everything i read in these podcasts will be groundbreaking Uh, i just wanted to share some basic thoughts and ideas there are some very interesting statements in the Suwen that I think could really be reflected on and used in different ways than maybe they're being used today, or at least bringing a different sort of context into the medicine that isn't presented in that short like TCM sort of model that we, we often get taught. And you know, I could present a podcast where I just randomly go around and quote all these fantastic lines. Um, the problem with that is when we quote stuff out of context, we can add meaning to it that wasn't supposed to be there. Um, I see this a lot in a lot of the texts I read. They'll quote a line from a chapter in the Suen to express something of importance that they want to express. And when I go back to the foundational chapter and look at it for myself, I sometimes find that they're reaching a little bit for what was really being expressed. I'm not saying that it was wrong, but I'm not saying that it was right. It's just a way they interpreted it to fit the theory they wanted it to fit. There's no getting away from that, obviously. Even in my writings, I'm looking for specific things or specific ideas, but I tried not to alter it too much, but unfortunately, just being human, that's going to be there. Those biases and understandings of life are still going to be From my perspective and the way I've moved through life. So they're going to be different than other people's. The other thing is, I'm not sure as we go through this that I will read every single chapter I have rewritten. Um, Some of the chapters are short as well, and those episodes will also be very short. So don't, you know, I don't want you to be discouraged if there's an episode that's only like 10 minutes long. It just took that long to read through the chapter, but I just wanted to share it. I also will try to let you know when I have added my kind of commentary into the, the work that I have written, but it won't always be so clear because to make uh, understandings of some vague statements in the chapters, I often have to speculate as to the meaning and will never truly know the meaning. Um, and this is common with all the notes I've seen on other commentaries on some of these statements. No one really knows exactly what they were talking about. We can only reflect on other principles and ideas expressed in the writings either earlier or later to try and maybe make sense of it. So for example, in chapter one, there's this whole sequence of people aging, um, women aging every seven years, men aging every eight years, or at least listing changes that happen at these intervals. And yeah, I could go through and write down all these, or I could read to you all these signs and symptoms that happen at each one of these age ages, but it gets wrapped up after they talk about it in a generalized statement. So again, I have decided to take that out because it doesn't help me to get to the foundation when the foundational statement is made afterwards. There are some interesting, like, correlations you can make between some of the statements in there but nothing's definitive because it's a very like it's opening chapter they're just explaining very basic ideas and i don't think we're losing any of the foundational principles by editing that out so this is my approach to the medicine i actually rewrote every sentence in the book then i went through my writings and deleted all the things that i felt wouldn't help me in the idea of using touch therapy. So a lot of times in the Suen, there's examples of specific diseases being treated specific ways. Often, this is referring to the use of needles and herbs. And since I use touch, these specific examples don't hold a lot of value. So often I I have deleted these extra examples, and often I just view them as examples, because if they were trying to document all of disease the chapters would be way longer usually it's just a quick subtle like "Eh, it might look like this so you could use this and this is just in my mind a way for them to express like see the principle that i explained here's an example of how you can use it and then going back to that foundational aspect again usually in the chapter so i have kind of edited out all of that extra curricular sort of i don't know how to say it i've edited out some of those very specific examples to help bring a quicker and easier understanding to the foundational idea they're trying to express. So if that sounds interesting, please follow along as I, as I go through my reading writings that I have done on this. And also if you think I'm a charlatan, please listen and comment about how I know nothing. I do think it's, good to listen to opposing ideas as well, as opposed to things that just make you or that follow your belief system. It can be nice to hear someone else's point of view, even if it's just to be just to help solidify your point of view, right? By listening to me and being like, no, that's stupid. That makes no sense. When I use it in my clinic, that would produce no results, right? At least you're helping to deepen your understanding of the medicine by being able to know how what I'm saying isn't correct. Again, I just wanted to express that all are welcome. We can't grow an art without any sort of self-reflection. So even though these statements are written long ago, they're also made to reflect on so that we can grow and make the art stronger or better over time. Um, If we don't, if we just dogmatically stick to some theory written down and never try to grow upon that, the art can get stagnant and never improve while other things around it are improving, which then makes it a less effective sort of tool to use to help people. And I'll just end on this simple idea because I think this is really the foundation of what it means to use medicine with people. Is although a teacher can guide you In the practice, it is the patient who is your real teacher or your real master because it's the results that manifest in them that really teach us something. You know, we learn either by it not manifesting or we learn by it manifesting, right? The patient is the real teacher, the real master of the medicine. If we just keep sticking to dogmatic theory and not listening or watching or paying attention to the results that are happening in our clients and just blaming it on some other factor which can happen are we really practicing medicine well i hope this sounds interesting to some of you out there and i hope you continue listening for those of you who have no interest in that i appreciate you listening to the podcast and hope to draw you in at some later time if if this isn't something that interests you otherwise i just hope everyone has a great life as always thank you